Welcome back to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. This is Jessica Palmer of Jessica Palmer Official. I'm a breakthrough coach and personal development specialist. I'm all about helping people ditch existing mode, survival mode, and activate what I call thrive mode. So I've created this podcast in accordance with my mission, which is to create collective change through conversation and remarkable transformational experiences. So grab a coffee, grab a wine, whatever, whatever you like at all. And I hope you enjoy this transmission. Welcome back to the Practically Spiritual Podcast. I am here at the Goddess Haven with the beautiful Jamie Lee Curtis. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, I am so just like feeling so zen in your energy. It is so good. So Jamie, as a feminine embodiment coach, what is the mission that you are bringing to the world Mm. (laughs) my mission is to to guide women home (laughs) to guide women home to themselves to allow them to truly embody the full expression of their feminine to to be able to have the empowerment and the trust within to really live and lead their life from Mm. their own internal guidance and why is that so important? Because I just knew what life was like when I struggled. <laughs> when I was so busy looking everywhere else for connection and for meaning and for purpose and for answers. Yeah. And it wasn't until I was guided home, I was guided to my own inner world where I could get acquainted with it and I could meet myself on in all different places and, and, and in different ways to then be able to be like, okay, cool. I completely own and embody all parts of myself. They're all welcome. All of me is welcome. Mm. And then I get to show up in the world that way. And there's no underlying intention of like looking for approval or validation or self-worth or like, you know, what my intentions behind anything, my intentions right now, you know, is to be a useful example and then enjoy. And it took me to struggle and suffer and be seeking to then come to that place and and that's why the mission's so strong in my heart because I see I see that in the world Mm. and I think that is that seeking for validation is so massive for us women Uh you know or when we're younger Mm. (laughs) you know it starts back then yeah yeah so you're really passionate about um, holding space for people and making sure that we get practical tangible Mm. steps that we can actually implement and integrate yeah so what would be what would be like the first step for, for someone that is like okay I'm sick of this shit yeah yeah <laughs> I'm ready to try something different now yeah. so that I can step into my authentic power yeah what is the first step that is the first step the first step is to get so frustrated mm. with yourself or frustrated with life or suffer through something you know and 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 Mm. I also believe these days like it doesn't have to get that bad you know we have the the hero story where you know it was all dark night of the soul and yeah some now these days maybe it doesn't have to be that bad you know but like Mm. that level of like depth is what cultivates and catapults us into having the drive and the passion and the the knowing that there's more that actually I believe is the um is the power behind the seeking like if I hadn't have reached some of these places in my life, like I probably would have been okay to just like stay in my corporate job and 
be mediocre and not like really push myself to really experience all that's available. Mm. And so that is the first step. The first step is to get so frustrated with yourself and like become aware that there's more and that you're not satisfied with where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, because it's really about making the call to, I've had enough of this shit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, I'm done. I'm done. With I'm, done. I'm full. Yeah. I'm like, I'm yeah. finished. Yes. Like those no more, kind, thank you. No more. No more. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 So once they, you know, we make this decision and we're like, yep, okay, I'm definitely making a change. Yeah. There's an abundance of different things yeah. that we can try. So how do we know which is the thing for us yeah i think it comes back to listening to the soul whispers Mm. listening to our body Um, in the times in my life that i've made decisions to put myself in different containers or go down certain paths or work with certain people or and like and it can be big programs you know like when i signed up to do all of tony robbins or like my 12-month mentorship in sacred women's work like big decisions but also the small decisions like go to that yoga class or go to that speaking about or whatever it is mm. it's following the little gut hits the little yeah and and, and learning to trust them so like we yeah. don't just wake up and yeah. be like hey i trust myself yeah. you know i trust my gut like i think yeah. a lot of the time we we go through a lot of just times where we don't trust it and something happens and we go oh we know we should have and it's through like revisiting those experiences and then coming back and then when you get the soul whisper and it's not logical and it doesn't make sense uh, yeah but and it doesn't have to make sense it doesn't have to make it doesn't have to make sense people yeah, yeah. but you follow it anyways you yeah. start to create that habit you start to build confidence in trusting those soul whispers and those mm. um those little the, the gut instincts because once you start following them, it kind of takes the courage to start following them, to start trusting them. Yeah. It's like a cycle. It's like that first step of acknowledgement. Acknowledgement. Yes. So you've yeah. got to really acknowledge it. Yeah. But instead of choosing avoidance, yes. choose some action. Yeah. Yeah. Even though it's scary. Even though it's scary. Even though it yeah. doesn't make logical yeah. sense. Yeah. Even though your parents are going to say this. Even though your partner's mm. going to like... I think the scarier it is, the more you actually have to do it. Boom. Yeah. The clicks mean I agree, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> in case you're not yet. You're like, what's that? I'm like, yeah, she's clicking what away. What is she clicking for? There's something wrong with the audio. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's clicking in agreement. It's like, yeah, she's. that's what I think. Mm. So beautiful. Mm. What was the defining moment for you? Because you're lot. passionate about this. Mm. And when people are passionate about something, there's a reason. Yeah. There's not just one thing. Yeah. Um, but I can probably give you two or three things uh, that were probably the most pivotal and powerful um, that'll that'll get a gist. Like, I think everybody has an innate passion and that passion comes from fire and that fire sometimes can come from, like, anger or pain or frustration mm. and, and that's okay. It gets to transmute into yes. passion. Um, and, yeah, I think for me, like, I... The, the first instinct was when I was 16, so... Uh, I lived with my mum up until I was 16 and I had uh, quite, I just, I I don't want to say a challenging childhood, but you know, it was quite challenging Mm -hmm. in the sense that I just, I got to grow up before my time, Mm -hmm. you know, and that was fine. That was, you know, part of my life's journey. And in fact, like, I'm so grateful for that because it's made me who I am today. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment at 16 where my dad uh, was picking me up from soccer training and my parents had separated by this point and my brothers were living with my dad and I was still at home with my mum and 
Uh, my mom, beautiful woman, um, suffered addiction and mental illness and things. So that was kind of the, the challenges as, as a young person. Mm. Um, but my dad had said to me, um, he said, Jamie, we're taking the family to Italy. Do you want to come? And I was like, uh, like a little bit shell shocked. Like, is this too good to be true? Like, wow. Um, and I was like, yes. He's like, okay, cool. And the condition is that you move in with us a month before we go, because you're about to spend a month overseas with a family that you don't know. And we live by very different rules to the ones that you're living by now. Mm. And, um, at the time home was quite challenging, um, probably more than ever. And, um, it, it was, it was a call so strong that like I, I said yes and um, that trip really opened my eyes to a whole world that was so outside of the world that I knew mm. so I grew up in like suburbs of Brisbane um, you know 40 minutes out of the city you know middle class so my, my dad worked really is hard is your dad to... Italian? no my dad's not Italian but my stepmom is oh so that's so my stepmom's father so it was my dad was taking my stepmom's father and the family home for his 70th birthday yeah. Um, and so it was this beautiful once in a lifetime opportunity. Yeah. Um, and that trip really opened my eyes up to a whole world of possibility. And, you know, before that time, I maybe wanted to be a chef. I was like wagging school and I dated an I older boy. I love how you like, I may, I, may, I maybe, maybe wanted to be a chef. I well, I didn't know. I mean, who knows what they want to my do at 16. My husband actually did that because my husband and I have been together since high school. I like, love since I was that. 14. And, um... Yeah, I remember he was like, he's going to be a chef and he's going to yeah. be a real estate agent. A barista. But then he became a plumber and that one stuck for like yeah. 10 years. So Well, he's probably making so, more money as a plumber than yeah, what he would be yeah. as a real estate or a chef. Yeah. The hours are probably better too. Yeah. Although he's got to work with shit, you know. Yeah, yeah. But he is the boss. He is so. the boss. I love it. My dad's a builder and I have two brothers that are plumbers and two brothers that are also builders. So like yeah. that world is like how I grew up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, like I, there was no desire to go to university. There was no desire to like, I just didn't know, you know, I was yeah, like, kind of what, like, what whatever. I, you I know, don't really like, know what I'm doing. Yeah. I'm just trying just to get doing, through as a 16 year old. Like, you know, yeah. um, and I think that's almost everyone. Yeah. To begin with. Yeah, yeah. and I think so too. And I think yeah. like just the difference for me was like, you know, that I kind of like skipped school to go and see my mum in the mental ward. And, yeah. you know, there was just those other kind of things happening at home mm. which made things unstable all the time, which I didn't really know what groundedness and responsibility of a 16-year-old really was. Yeah. Um, until wow. I moved in with my dad and my stepmom. And, you know, they created this stability and this safety. And, and it's not that my mum didn't want to. She just didn't know how, you know, yeah, for her Yeah, she just didn't have the resources. She didn't have the resources, yeah. right? Yeah. And we have a beautiful relationship now. There's been a lot of it's healing so that's beautiful. gone through. Um, but, yeah, so that 16-year-old moment was, like, one moment. Wow. And, and, and also, like, paired in with that moment is that I really struggled to understand mental illness. I really struggled. Mm. And, and when I say struggle, probably that's not the right word. What I, I really wanted to seek to understand what was going on with yes. my mum. Yes. Like I like I loved her so much. I wanted to mm. help. It's like, why is I, this happening? Why is this happening? Yeah. What is mental illness? What are the symptoms? How do we support it? And mm. I guess I was probably in an environment that was just like shunning it out. Yeah. It was like, oh, she has a choice. She can like choose yeah. this. She's not choosing, you know, it's her own fault. Like a lot of yeah. like that kind of language, which I understand from the perspective of somebody who's hurt by somebody with illness. Mm. Um, but I, it wasn't enough for me. And so I really mm. like, I was seeing a school nurse at 16 and I, a lot, all of my sessions were to understand my mom and to understand yeah. that this illness was hereditary and some of the symptoms for me to understand. And, um, 
Yeah, it was. So that was a massive driver. So mm. I think that's important to let land because of the work that I do now. Yeah. And so that moment and that drive was really strong. Um, and then, you know, fast forward eight years, I'm living in Sydney with my, you know, my dream career that I worked fucking hard to get, finished my business degree, got a makeup artist certificate, moved to Sydney, was, you know, the highest paid or the highest grossing sales rep um, in Queensland, sold over a million dollars worth of confectionery and got like a fast forward promotion at 24 years old. And what was going on was like, I was just like so driven to create the life that I thought was going to fulfill me, the life that I thought I had to be to be accepted and to be loved and to be everything but my mum. <laughs> and when I got to Sydney and I was like in this job, you know, the first five months were amazing. I had this amazing mentor and colleague. We had a manager shift and she, that role that she came into was on the way to the role that she wanted. And she was really experienced and I was brand new. And I was a bit of a burden because I needed a lot of support in the early stages of my marketing career. And, um, and along with like my own stuff, I realized that my own, all of my self-worth was caught up in how well I did my job. And for the first yes. time in my life, yeah. I wasn't the best at what I did. I think people in their early twenties, um, even late twenties, thirties, probably even, maybe even later. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you go, you guys can tell me, give me the feedback, but feel that way. Yeah. We attach, first of all, we attach our identity to our family mm. and then we're attaching it to, oh, well, what's the next thing? Like yeah. this attachment. Mm-hmm. Mm. And no, and, and, and where's the spaces that tell us where true like connection and, and, and self-empowerment come from? Yeah. I mean, there's churches that have, have a faith and then there's, you know, but like there, there's nowhere that's readily available. Like, in my opinion, you know, like for me, it kind of took painful moments and then like deep seeking. But like, I don't know about you. Like, do you, yeah. is there anywhere else readily available that teaches this stuff that you know of? No. Yeah. Like there honestly just isn't. Yeah. Like, and I think that there is kind of surface level stuff. Yeah, like, it's like, oh, just go to the doctors. Like, <laughs> oh, oh my God. I'm getting so fired up about that. Yeah. What's the doctor going to do? Yeah. Write a prescription? Yeah. And just, it's <sighs> just all of these band-aid solutions yeah. because the fact of the matter is there is a problem. So we do need a solution, yeah. but we don't want something that's just, um, you know, what's the right word for it? It's just covering it up, essentially. Yeah. We want to get to the root cause of this problem mm-hmm. and understand it. Like, really, like you said, yeah. seek to understand it on a deep level. Yeah. 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 To have that comprehension. And that's something that I preach, you know. Mm-hmm. Comprehension is so important. Yeah. Awareness is so powerful. We can't perform if we don't have the comprehension. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. And if we don't have the awareness, we don't know where to start. Yes. You know, yeah. and um, I also think, you know, that anticipation is the most underestimated life skill mm, ever. Interesting. Tell so, me more about yeah, that. Yeah. So like anticipation, like anticipating what's next, anticipating like if I take this action, what's the follow on? Mm. Anticipating like what the ripple effect's going to be of taking action and like kind of fast forwarding in your mind. You know, so if I, you know, I can anticipate in my business I can anticipate in my relationship. I can anticipate like if I take these actions, instead of being dumbfounded when I take an action and then like something slaps me in the face in life, it's like, ah, oh, let me just feel into the, the biggerness, like mm. the bigness of this decision or what is beyond this decision or what is um, after this. And I think 
um, it can be detrimental to because you're overanalyzing and like you get freaked out and overwhelmed and take no action. But if you can harness it, and I believe it's a skill that you can harness. Yes. It's potent and powerful. So and I true. believe it's like the most underestimated life skill that we have. So true. I do this thing with my clients called value building. Mm. So what we do is we, okay, well, what's the value of that? And then we just literally create these lists of yeah. valuing it. Okay, well, if we do this action, what's the outcome? Yeah. What's the value? Yeah. And if you're like, oh, shit, that's some awesome value right yeah. there like yeah of course I want to do that yeah it's not even a question anymore yeah but like you said if we don't anticipate it we don't explore it yeah. then we don't get to where we're meant to be yeah mm. yeah mm. the um the passion question uh, the the stuff that happened when I was 24 or 25 I was when I got to Sydney and like the suffering um that I was going through, you know, my whole world was work. I couldn't, mm. I couldn't um, separate what was work, what was play, what was weekend, what wasn't. Like it was just yeah. all mixed into one big bundle. And yes. I um, was seeing a psychologist, and I um, was paying like hundred and eighty dollars a session for a psychologist. And I just like I just needed support, and I didn't know yeah. where else to go. But I was prepared to like, you know, pay and do whatever it took. Yeah. And I remember there was this moment. I was really, I was really suffering and I, I refused to admit that I had depression because I was really mm, adopting the wow. belief from my, my dad and my stepmom that I should be able to snap myself out of it and I should be able to, and I should be able to, but I was so scared that yeah. these, this illness was hereditary and yeah. that I, that I was going to like, by admitting it, it was almost like that I might end up someplace I didn't want to end up. And so I was in denial, which I think might've been even more detrimental at the time. However, it was perfect the way that it played out. I remember sitting on this therapist's couch and I said to her, so like, what, like, what's the definition of depression? Like, do you think I'm depressed? Like, and she's like, do you think you're depressed? And it was like legit out of a movie. Like, yeah. tell me what you feel. And yeah. I was like, oh, fuck this. Like, yeah, I can just imagine you just going, tell me the answers. Tell me, you're like, I want the answers now. And like, and she just couldn't give me the answers, right? Yeah. And because the answers are oh. within me. Like her, her role was to hold space. But, you know, I, I yeah. even challenged, you know, how deeply she was space holding in that moment. And, yeah. and what I now know mm. and what I'm like, really really strong on that I want to share with people is that like people can only hold space for the depth that they've met themselves at Amen, sister. right yeah. so like if you're going to work with a coach or a mentor or a spiritual teacher mm. or someone or a business coach or whatever like figure out like what's drawing you to them you, you'll have that those gut instincts and stuff like that but like there is a depth within them that like is drawing you because they've met depths within themselves yes. that, that you're going through and don't hire anyone that hasn't walked through what you've walked through. Yes. And yes. it doesn't have to be the same story, but it has to be the same depth of emotion. Yeah. yeah. So for example, grief, right? I lost my previous partner to cancer at 27. I've experienced a depth of grief that not many people have when it comes to a partner. Yeah. Right. And like, and that's not to say that anything's better or worse, but it's just mm. like, if you're going to come to me when you're yeah. grieving, like yeah, I can hold space for you because you, you understand what grief is. Exactly. And I have energetic Beautiful. capacity in my body to be able to hold you in that, you know, like that's what it's about. And you feel that in people. And when you start to, and this is what like for me about guiding people home is guiding them home to like a space within their body that they're, they're free from. Uh, traumas and pain and mm. um, ancestral patterning so that when they get triggers and when um, they're experiencing something they can understand for themselves what's going on yes 
and then yeah. and then know what they need you know like yeah. as women we don't know what we need nobody ever tells us or gives us the playbook for what we need especially if we're super sensitive like i'm so passionate about helping women that are really disempowered by their sensitivity Mm. Their sensitivity is their superpower. As women, we're all sensitive. Yeah, I can relate with that. And we all have, like, um, we all can feel a lot of things. Like, our feeling level is, like, times 50 to a man, right? And we have an intuition that is powerful as fuck that men cannot even, like, tap into. Mm. And when... But but when we're when we're absorbing energies and we're absorbing other people and we're not we don't know how to relate to our need we don't know what our needs are in that thing yes. we don't know how to relate to our sensitivity we let it disempower us and make us small. And there is a way to harness and cultivate that sensitivity to turn it into a superpower to use it as your guiding force and your intuition in your life your business your relationships where you can sense and feel things before they've actually happened. Mm. It's legit like magic. But yes. it takes a, a willingness to cultivate and a willingness to understand and an awareness to know that, hey, this isn't serving me right now and I need to mm. make a change. Mm. And then having somebody to teach you what that means for you. Yeah. And I believe our greatest teachers today in 2019 are not the ones that are standing on stages preaching. They're the ones that are sharing their story, sharing their visions, sharing their vulnerability, sharing their experiences to help inspire you to relate that to your own internal world mm. so that you can take pieces and let it empower you to move forward in your life. Mm. And that's that leadership, right? Leadership isn't like preaching from like a, you know, a stage. It's actually being probably behind mm -hmm. behind your people and yeah. holding them and, and pushing them forth. Yeah. Yeah. Alexi and Preston talk about the, the five levels of leadership. And, mm. and I love this, right? They start with um, the top is embodied leadership, right? And then under that, um, you've got effective leadership and you've got efficient leadership and you've got relational leadership mm. and it's the different levels of leadership. So you could be a really effective leader, but if you've got no people skills, then you're not gonna enroll anybody in the mission, Wow. you know? But if you're really people-based, but you're not efficient, then like you can be really engaging. It's called engaged leadership. You're really engaging, mm. but you're not making anything happen. Mm. So a lot of the time you go through different wow. stages, you have to embody these different stages. Um, and then there's another level above the gauge, which is like all of it. And then embodied is really like living, breathing example. And your being is what moves people to action. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I feel that so deeply. Yeah. Wow. That is so, so many, powerful. And there's so many beautiful frameworks that we can utilize. We don't need to take everything as gospel. Like when we read books and things yeah. like it's not gospel. It's just somebody else's truth that have the courage to pull it out, like to put it out into the world. Yeah. And so like, let's just, and I love like... The guiding home is like taking a thing and holding it towards your internal fire, your internal flame, putting it on your heart and being like, what resonates and what doesn't? What do I get to take with me in my toolbox and what do I need to let go? And sometimes we'll take things in our toolbox for, for months, for years and then let them go. Sometimes we'll just try it on for a day. Sometimes you'll read one chapter of a book and that's all you need. Or you'll listen to, to, to one podcast or half the podcast and that's what you need. You know, or you'll leave event halfway through. I think a lot of the time the idea and the logic of like, oh, I've got to stay for the whole thing. I've got to play full out. I've got to like read the whole thing. Otherwise, it's not relevant. Those days are gone. That's just a bullshit belief that's actually keeping us trapped. If we can follow our intuition, we'll be guided. The way that my work days flow is like, oh, I'm guided to do this thing. And then I'm guided to do this thing. And, and you know what? If I trust and I keep following through, I get everything done by the end of the way, by the end of the day. But the way that I went about it was like this beautiful journey mm. instead of a straight fucking line on a highway. Yes. 
right? And, it, and that's the feminine flow. That's feminine leadership. And then having the, the internal integration of your own masculine to hold space for your own flow. And that takes time to cultivate. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's something I hear a lot yeah. um, from women. They're like, oh, I'm, I'm too into my masculine or I'm, I'm too into this. I'm too, too doing this. And it's like, okay, well, how do they begin to cultivate this beautiful dance between the two so that they can be in flow? Yeah, well, practice, yeah. Um, but healing. So um, a lot of the imbalances come from unhealed parts of ourselves. Yeah. Unhealed also, you could also say unmet, unacknowledged, unseen, yeah. not facing some of the, the dark places. You know, our masculine, our feminine have like um, empowering qualities and then disempowering qualities if we haven't gone in and met some of them. And some of them are ours and some of them we get passed down from our parents. Mm, you know, I was that's running... a great question to ask. Yeah. Um, and so um, I was running a pattern, for example, um, the, 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 the women line in my family, um, there has been a pattern of like having a lot and losing a lot. So for example, my grandma was in an abusive relationship for 40 years. She left with nothing and then eventually like built herself up again to have like a beautiful little place, portable home in a caravan park. But she never expanded again. She never had, she never owned her home by the water like she did. She never kind of like stepped into a bigger life than what that was. Mm. She did amazing for herself, but she had everything. She lost everything. My mom, she had the marriage, the house, everything. Marriage broke up. The house got sold. She lost all the money. She was in a car accident, like a disability pension and living in housing commission. Now she's happy, but she never stepped into the big life again. And so for me, I realized that I was afraid of truly expanding from this place. Like you, like Jess knows that we live in the Goddess Haven. We've created some amazing community events, tribe. Like there's been some beautiful things that we've created. It's taken so much courage. Right. Yeah. And I hit my upper ceiling. Mm. I was afraid of expanding to the next level because if I expand to the next level and I lose it all, I'll end up somewhere less than where I am now. Yeah. But that was a bullshit pattern that was playing out in my family that I don't have to carry forward. And so I had to acknowledge that. I had to let the physical energy that was stored in my body of that release. And mm. that happened through a womb healing that I did with um, a beautiful woman here on the coast, Alicia, mm. who specializes in that. Yes, we love Alicia. Alicia will be on soon. Yes, yeah. Alicia Kruger, go yeah. and check her out. I love her. Um, yeah, so I think that's just, there gets to be a commitment to our own healing and our own uh, journey. And um, I think one thing that uh, was my unhealed masculine was like wanting everything now. Like I was like in such a rush when I first left my corporate job and wanted to create my business. It was like there was no space to allow me to grow into the capacity that I was here to hold. I always felt this bigness, but I got really frustrated that I wasn't there yet, that my business hadn't taken off yet. It kind of feels like we're running a race. Yes. We're constantly, we're like the hamster on the wheel. And it's like, we're actually, what what, what race are we running? Yeah, like who are we competing against? Who are we competing against? (laughs) Like, where is the the end of the race? Uh Like, is it when you die? Like, what is it? What are you doing with this race? Stop racing. Yeah. (laughs) Just chill. Yeah. Baba. <laughs> We've got our little co-host here. Yes, baby Nessie. Baby Nessie. Oh, the cutest ever. You alright, Baba? You're not running any race, are you, no, darling? She's learning some wonderful information right now. I she tell is. you, she's, she's gonna a... be an embodied leader this She time. is. She is. <laughs> oh, and that's like that's what we're doing it for, right? Right. right. Like it's not about it's not about us. Mm. It's 
about the future. Yeah. It's about making a difference that's going to be sustainable. Yeah. So that, like, you know, I have three children. Like, I am really excited to go, oh, my God, like, what's going to happen? Like, yeah. I am so hopeful. I genuinely am so hopeful. You know, yeah. sometimes when you're in a place where maybe you guys are feeling like this, where you're like, this is a really dark, mm. shitty planet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And life. And life. And sometimes it can be like really, it's dark it, it feels dark, but, yeah. but there's darkness and there's also so much light. Yeah. And I think we get to meet the darkness to be able to hold more light. Yes. And I, that's yeah. really been my experience. Like the deeper that I dove, mm. the more light I could hold. And I think, you know, in, in regard to running that race, you know, it wasn't until I really met those parts and um, of myself that wanted everything now. Like, why did I want it all now? What was that going to give me? Yeah. Why is such an important, like literally just that one why? word. Yeah. Why? Simon Sinek's got some amazing um, videos and, and, and studies and, and work bodies of work on why. And if you haven't seen his famous YouTube video, mm. I highly recommend you just go and have a look at it. And if you apply that to every area of your life, like why am I eating this food? Why am I going to this cafe? Why am I driving this yes. car? Why am I in this relationship? Like, And then ask why again and why again and why again and why again. And then you'll get to truth and you'll feel it in your body when you get there. Yes. And don't be afraid of meeting yourself in the truth. I think some, sometimes a lot of us are afraid of actually asking the, 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 the challenging questions because we're afraid of what we're going to find out. Yeah. And the truth is that once we bring awareness to that, we have a choice to, to continue it or to change yeah. it. There's no shame in what we uncover. And these thoughts don't have to be fearful. Like mm. We can choose for them to be fearful or we can choose for them to be lessons. Uh-huh. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I got really clear this morning... Um, I was feeling, so I've had a really, really expansive couple of weeks. I'm inside a program mm. at the moment that's stretching my container to be amazing. able to hold more of my life. And, and it is amazing. And mm. I'm really balancing that masculine, like action, do stretch yeah. with like my feminine, like she hit a wall yesterday. <laughs> mm. And so this morning I was like, cool, like let's fill up on some nature and some self-care and some yeah. movement um, and really drop into what's there for me. And um mm. I got really clear I, uh, once I did some movement, it tapped me deeper into my intuition and it tapped me deeper into some truths that wanted to flow through for me. Mm, and I jumped on clarity. my laptop. Yeah, clarity, right? Mm. The clarity is power. Clarity is so powerful. And it doesn't have to be so hard to come by. If we're willing no. to meet ourselves in it, we get clear. But we have to be willing to meet the truth, which is what we were just talking about. And I wrote today, I was like, what the fuck is all this for? Like, what is all this for? You know, like even for me relating it to right now, it's like the busyness of the last two weeks. Like, what is it for? It's like, yes, I'm inviting women into this container that I've created that has been the embodiment of the last five years of my work to create this thing that is here now. Mm. And it's so exciting. Mm. But I dropped in. I was like, because I've been so like in the action of like the tangible action in the world. Yeah. I had to drop back in and meet like my deeper why. It was like, why? Yeah. What am I here for? What is all this for? And I just kept getting, it's family, it's family, it's family. And, and family on so many levels, like family of my birth family, family that's my chosen soul family, and then the family that I get to wow. bring into this world. Yeah. And it's like, if we don't have that, I, I, my greatest value you know, is that. It's like we don't have anything. Yeah. And we get to have it all. 
Yes. And so it's finding ways and like meeting ourselves in the places and getting practical with ourselves and like facing the hard and having the tough conversations and having the courage to step out and lead and step up and be and then actually create. And then as we go through this process, you know, as soon as you step off the couch to go towards your dreams, you're going to get fucking knocked down. That's it. But this is part of the process. It's part of you building the capacity to hold the life. And I believe that those of us with big missions on our heart, those of us that are here with big soul purposes, get the big challenges. Yes. Like, yeah. full we've, stop. We've called it in. We've called it in, right? Yeah. We're calling in these yeah. experiences, these lessons. This is what we've asked for. This is what we've asked yeah. for, so right? don't complain if that's what you asked for. Well, you get to complain. <laughs> you get to feel it. You get to be like, this is fucking hard. And you get to process it and you get to be seen and witnessed. And then as soon as you're done, we get to call you forward and say, okay, sister, what are you going to do now? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's the beauty of, like, for me, the divine feminine and the space holding and, like, mm. being in a container with women that have been to places that, like, you've been to or been to places that you, like, fuck, I don't even know how she did that, but look how empowered she is. Mm. Like, that's that's why you sign up with mentors. Yeah. You know, I was listening to a podcast, um, no, a book, actually. Um, was it yesterday or the day before? And it talked about um, it talked about mentors. It talked about mentors in coaching, and it talked about sports and things. Mm. And like mentors have been around oh. for like thousands and thousands of years. Oh yeah, you know, like it's ancient. It's ancient, mm. right? And it's like, and yet we we gawk at sometimes, like, or question investing in mentors these days. And and I will admit that there there has been some people in the coaching space that have saturated it with sales and. Um, saturated it with maybe not the the purest of intentions however I believe that they felt that their intentions were the purest at the time yeah and so while people can promise the world that's perfect for some people you know I remember I experienced um so I went through all of Tony Robbins Mastery University business mastery and date with destiny and all the things and the year that I did date with destiny um I had an intervention with Tony and there was another guy there that had a similar kind of experience with Tony and um, I won't mention names but he's gone on to create a really successful uh seven multiple seven figure business um in the space of training modalities to do similar kind of work as Tony and he's modeled a lot of his work on Tony and um I just never resonated there was like a depth that just wasn't mm. met with him. Mm. Yet he's so successful. Like he's got a multiple seven figure business. Yet yeah. when I look at him, I cringe. When I hear his stuff, mm. I cringe. And I was like, oh, is that my stuff? Like, mm. is there something wrong with me? Am I jealous? I'm like, it's I'm so not masculine. jealous. Yeah. yeah. Well, it wasn't even the masculine. I feel like mm. he wasn't grounded. And I felt like his intention to serve, he felt was pure. But there wasn't a depth there that was calling me and calling my soul. Mm. And yet he's helped so many people. And that's not that's not yeah. to put aside and, and who he's helped. And that's the question, you know, the answer there is like really that we're all messengers. We've all got a message. Yes. Like even if you're not a coach or a yeah. healer or anything, like everyone has a message. As a makeup artist, I had a message. Yeah. The woman at the, like when I worked in retail, I still had a message. I was still serving. Yeah. I was still loving on people. When I was, I was still a barista, being a I had a message that was like, right. have an amazing day with right. this coffee. I'm caffeinating you. Yeah. Like, and, and that's yeah. so beautiful because it's an energy and a vibration. And so in this particular example, like he is doing great work, but it, I wasn't called to him. And so the reason I share this is that 
if you see people in the space doing things that like make you cringe or like yes look within look at your own stuff but just go to towards the people that you're getting a soul whisper to the thing that like makes your body expand the things that you go oh there's something here for me you know and drop out of your head and into your body and into your heart as much as you can and do whatever practices you need to movement yoga like body healing reiki like whatever it means to drop into that space where you can get your own inner guidance because that's the truth and like i tell people to try everything because i'm like even if it doesn't work out there's value in that totally you're always going to take something from something you're going to take something and it might be i don't like that yeah (laughs) perfect then you're like okay cool that's going to guide me to where like what i do like because i know what i don't want so i know what i want yeah it's so powerful yes and that's a great, that's a, actually a great exercise to do, to write down all the things that you don't want. If you're kind of a person that's like, I have no idea what the hell I yeah. want. How am I meant to write a list of my needs or yep. wants when I don't know, I have, I'm never connected with myself. Yep. Then just write all the things that you just, you're like, I hate that shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, this. and naturally allow that to go into what you want. Yeah. So stay in it. Yeah. So once you write that's down perfect. all the things you don't want, allow the space, perfect. give yourself a pause to then be like, okay, well, if I did know what I want, what would I want? So it's like, I don't know what I want. Well, if you did know what you yeah, want, love that reprint. what would you want? Yeah, that's so good. And then let it be free writing. Because mm. the answers are there. Yeah. Yeah. Beautiful. It's been so lovely to speak with you. And, you know, the highlight that I've really taken from this is that the answers are within you. Oh, they so are. And two, you get to ask why. Yeah. Yeah. And allow ourselves to be guided home Mm. you know i i work with people all the time like that i employ to service and support me that help guide me home you know we don't have to do it alone so while the answers are within we still don't have to do it alone absolutely and before we go we have the final segment which is the final fours yes this is my favorite part okay tell me it's so good what's the final it's so exciting now that we get to do it in person yes so, um, so the final fours are four questions. Okay. Um, and every person answers mm-hmm. these questions at the end. Okay. It's going to get me real. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. So what is your definition of spirituality? Ooh. A sense of feeling relating to... And tapping into your own spirit. Oh, that's beautiful. What do you think happens when we die? I believe we... I believe we... Our soul gets returned to the universe. We get to float around in soul land. Soul land. Yeah, I don't know what it is, (laughs) but I know that that there's like a soul land. Soul land. Um, We get to play with all of our soul partners and all of our buddies and our soul families um, until we choose to come back. Yeah, I love that. The soul <laughs> land. I think that soul will stay land. with me forever now. Yeah. Soul land. Um, okay. If you could ask the powers that be, like mm. whether that's God, the universe, Google. whatever it is. Google. <laughs> I heard that on a live. I heard oh, that on a live stream once, no, and I lost it. And I've just used it. I just love it every time. Just takes the seriousness, you know. To so a whole new level. Oh, you are playing. God, you are having Google. so much fun playing right now. It's, it's, it's great. Um, if you could ask, ask, um, you know, the higher power that's up there, yeah. whatever it is, yeah. one question, yeah. and you're going to get an answer. Yeah. What would be the question? 
so fascinating. As soon as you said that, I got an image of um, when you were saying up there and I saw your, your body language was looking up and I immediately went down. I immediately went down into the earth. I was like, she is like, she is an in divine intelligence of her own, which I believe is the same makeup as whatever's higher above us. So that was an interesting. That's the first time I've experienced that in that context. And I dropped into the earth. I feel like that's where I really fill up from. A lot of people fill yes. up from like the light stuff, but I really feel yes. up from Mama Earth. And if I was to ask her one question, you know, the truth is that I feel like I, I get to ask at any point and I get to receive answers. So to, to define it to one question, um, I feel like it has to be super important, but maybe it doesn't. Let me just drop in for a sec. <sighs> How do you want me to serve today? Beautiful. Yeah, that's what I would ask. How yeah. do you want me to serve today? So the final part is um, you're going to finish finish these three sentences. Okay. This and is these so are fun, like by the way. Legacy. <laughs> oh, I know. It's, I, no I, pressure. Legacy. I, I love it. I just... I'm not... Oh, I love it. <sighs> so these are your legacy questions. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you've gone off to Soul Land. <laughs> oh I'm off in Soul Land. Yeah, like, hey. Or maybe I'm deep in Soul Land. Or deep Land. in Soul Land. Yeah. We don't know about... We don't know. <laughs> it's all of it. Um, but she's like, hey, everybody, I'm in Soul Land. And... But you've left your imprint on the world. Yeah. So this is what people are going to say about Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. Jamie made me feel. Alive. Jamie taught me. How to be me. Jamie was always. All of herself. Oh. <laughs> so good. Oh, so good. Wow, that was beautiful. Did you like that? I love that. <laughs> that was my favourite part too, just if I'm honest. Yeah. I mean, apart from being in person, yeah, um, that was yeah. the favourite part and those questions. They're, 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 they're awesome. Mm. And it's really interesting to find out what everyone, because everyone has a different, um, well, I mean, sometimes it's similar, but then sometimes it's just kind of like, whoa. Yeah. You're like, shit, I, I've never thought of that, yeah. like, ever. They're powerful. So yeah. glad you do that. I'm gonna like. I haven't listened to all the podcasts, but I would yeah. just go and fast forward to the end. Just yeah, just go, yeah, fast forward to the end. Just listen to that. Yeah, and it, it's great because we obviously have our, all of our own experiences in life, yeah. and that shapes what our um. Oh, you're right, Baba. Hey, Baba. That shapes what our answers are. Yeah, because that's our current comprehension. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Thank you so much for having me. You are welcome. Thank you for listening. And how can everybody get in contact with you? So I am Jamie Lee Curtis on Instagram and Facebook. I'm spelt a little bit different. Uh, I am J A I M L E I G H C U R T A S. Um, and I would just love to hear from you if this podcast like inspired you in any way or something landed. Like, just shoot me a message and let me know. The reason I do this work is about connection and any opportunity to connect any further is an yes. opportunity to like so good and if you have any questions as well yeah. um we will be doing an after show of the practically um, yes. spiritual podcast so send me through the questions either via email or facebook yep. or all the things like yep. all of the platforms just send them to me yeah and um we will answer them for you yes on the live stream next week beautiful thank you so much thank you Thank you for listening to another episode of the Practically Spiritual podcast. I cannot wait to bring the next guest on. If you have any guest requests or recommendations, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram on the handle at Jessica Palmer Official or send me through an email at jessicapalmerofficial at gmail.com. 
Perhaps you have an inspirational story or an important message or gift that you know that you need to share with the world. I would love to hear from you. If this podcast, this transmission has impacted your life in any way at all, I would love to know. So feel free to connect, send me an email, DM me, tag, share, all the good stuff. I can't wait to hear from you. Keep striving, keep thriving.